This podcast is brought to you by 3B, the mental wellbeing company, hosted by Claire and Sue, co-founders of 3B. When you've got your wellbeing mojo on, you're firing on all cylinders, you're accepting of whatever comes your way, you're being resilient. We believe that one size does not fit all, and we want you to discover your own wellbeing mojo. So join us on our podcast journey where we'll be exploring the many different aspects of mental well-being. And hopefully, you can learn what you need to get your well-being mojo on. This week's podcast features an extract from our weekly radio show, Let's Talk Well-Being. Today, me and Sue are going to be discussing overreacting. Now, it might seem at first that this maybe doesn't, what does this have to do with your mental well-being and stuff, but me and Sue were having a little bit of a discussion about this earlier in the week, weren't we? And we, we were, thought, yeah. this will be really good to bring to, to your ears kind of thing. As somebody who has overreacted <laughs> on not just one occasion... <laughs> Um, I can clearly say when I probably have overreacted, it's because there's other things going on for me. But also those emotions are very real at that time, extremely real. So it doesn't feel like I'm overreacting. It feels like something's really heightened for me, something's going on for me and how I need people around me to support me is probably different from how they would usually support me or support anybody who they think is overreacting. So that's sort of like the premise of this, of where we're going with it. So Sue, I'm going to come to you. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Have you ever overreacted? (laughs) Absolutely, yes. In fact, probably a conversation I had with my partner this morning. I had an an overreaction to something. It's interesting. I've gone to the dictionary to sort of... Because I'm I'm curious. You always do. Well, I'm curious about the word. It's Mm. sort of like, where does this originate? You know, because I think that helps us. Well, it helps me Mm. in terms of framing it. And it says, I mean, this is one definition, to respond more emotionally or forcibly than is justified, which I find really interesting. So to respond more emotionally or forcibly than is justified. So first of all, great to see the word emotion in there. Yeah. Because we're all about the emotions here at 3B. Definitely. And obviously one of our big things is about supporting people to become what we call emotionally wealthy Mm. and embracing and working with our emotions. The word forcibly is interesting because that's in there, isn't it? Mm. So it's sort of like, mate, are we we're forcing that onto somebody, or more forcibly, is that feels like a, a strong presence? Yeah, you know, that's kind of coming on the, in a way that isn't maybe welcomed. I don't know. I have to say, the word forcibly to me isn't it. It doesn't have good connotations no. around no. it. 
No, I can see that. And I suppose, and that's part of this the whole thing to do with this word, overreacting. A lot of it's, it's not just about you. Mm. It's about other people around you. But I think also the other word that's in there, and I think this is where we maybe need to kind of dig in a little bit, is about, so it's more than is justified. What I'm curious about is who decides yeah. what is justified in any given situation. So, yeah, the, the definition sort of <laughs> helps and doesn't help at the same time. It doesn't It doesn't really kind of help to sort of go, yeah, that's it, we've nailed it, because what it does for me is it sort of opens up more questions. But I think, I think that's so true of so many words in our language that we just kind of throw around, mm. you know, bandy around. Mm. I, totally. I mean, I remember an interview we had with the lovely Joe Howarth, mm. And talking about self-care isn't selfish. And I remember her going, well, it is, but there's nothing wrong with being selfish. It's just the word has got this bad vibe about it now. Yeah. And I, I th that happens with words. Words that we've used previously have suddenly, you know, changed the meaning. I mean, it's like you can't call somebody nice now. Because it's like so wishy-washy and it's like, why? How is that wishy-washy? I love to be called nice. I do. So it's sort of like there are there are things that I think has been changed in society in general. There are also words that have a different meaning personally for people. Yeah. So and that's because of like experience past experience, things that have happened for them. When you were talking about this word justified. I completely got where you were coming from because it's like we always talk about when both myself and you were called being too emotional or, you know, you're um, you're just far too emotional. And it's like, oh, OK, where's this scale? I need to see the scale of w what's too emotional and what's just right yeah. and what's too less. And it's like there is no scale. You know, there is no actual physical scale that goes, oh, you're just about emotionally right. Oh, no, you've tipped into <laughs> too emotional now. And it feels like that with that word. Yeah, It's like, where, where is that on that spectrum yeah. of that scale? It's like, well, does it matter then who's, who's in the presence of it? Mm. Or is it about you? Because as with everything with this, we should be taking more notice of what that impact is for ourselves, first and foremost, because we're the ones feeling it. So when I'm overreacting, there's a reason for that, and I need to, I need to deal with that. Mm. It's not for somebody else to fix, because they can't. It's not for somebody else to tell me I'm not justified, because it's not them who's going through it. It's up to me. So that word, for me, needs to, that scale is, is something that I need to maybe deal with. Or, I want to say, I want to throw that scale away. Because actually, why? There's other things going on. So maybe my reaction is just right for what I'm feeling at that point in time. I love that. See, this word justify it implies judgment. Oh, there yeah. is a judgment being made and like you say that could be a judgment that we're placing on ourselves mm -hmm. so we're maybe not giving ourselves that space and that and allowing ourselves to fit you know we're kind of oh i overreacted there you know to use that the should mm -hmm. you know should have should have behaved differently whatever 
or it could be coming from someone else. Well, that's a, you're overreacting a bit, aren't you? Overreacting, you know. I'm sure we've all had that. Oh gosh, at yeah. some point we might have even said it. Yeah, you know, yeah. Maybe because it's within our language, because it's within our programming. Yeah. Actually, before we maybe kind of developed our sense of awareness mm. about that. So yeah, I think you're right. I I want to throw the, throw the scale away. I think I'm interested in in what you're saying about what's what's going on under the surface. And maybe this this sort of overreaction. I don't know. It feels like the origins of that word. I'd love to know. It's sort of someone else has kind of said it about something else that someone was doing that wasn't comfortable for them, or it was inappropriate, or felt like it was inconvenient. So therefore, let's slap a label on it. Let's say it's an overreaction. Move on, right? You you know, you, put you back in your box, mm. right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> totally. I mean, it, it takes me to we've gone into businesses and we talk like we talk to the managers and the leaders about you know leading with a presence and a, and a way of of being able to be inclusive of all their team so that they can support people's mental well being. And one of the things we say is what makes you stressed or what would be you know a bad day for you or a good day for you or. Just, isn't necessarily what will affect other people. Yeah. So, like, sometimes if, you know, if somebody's had a bad interaction with somebody else, that can really knock them for the whole day, whereas somebody else, they can just shrug it off. So who are we to say that one person is overreacting there? Because it's impacting on them more. It's like we always say, the size of people's stress buckets... Yeah. You know, they're yeah. all very different. What we can manage is all very different. It's very subjective because I can have um, a stress bucket that can take on a load of things when I'm in a really good place. And then when I'm not, when I'm dealing with so many different things, my stress bucket can reduce. So the amount of things that then will tip me over, make me feel stressed, will be far less or what causes me stress could be far less because I'm already not in a good place. Yeah, yeah. So there's things like that that I think we need to take into account. I mean, there's a reason we wanted to t talk about this today, wasn't there? Mm. So this is about making sure that we're always about, we want to inform people. We want people to have a different perspective. So it's about just maybe trying on what we're talking about. Or can you see it for yourself? You may maybe when you've been told you're overreacting, what was going on for you? Was it a really bad day? Had you had other things going on for you? Were you maybe not in a good place mentally wise anyway? Were you already stressed? So then things were impacting more. And if you can then think of a, a time when that's happened for you, hopefully what will happen is then you won't say that. You won't stand in that judgment, like you were saying, mm. of what that definition is. You won't stand in judgment on somebody and go, oh, you're overreacting now. Because what you'll think is, I wonder what else is going on for this person. This person wouldn't usually react like this. And that, I think that's what, what I would have liked. So one time when I had what would be, well, what was called by an ex-friend I was overreacting was because 
it was the anniversary of my mum dying. You know, it, it isn't that long ago. So I was already feeling low about that. I wasn't in a good health. My perimenopause brain and body were not playing with me in a nice way. <laughs> they were fighting me. And there was lots of other things that were going on. I was very tired. I hadn't been sleeping. I'd got a new puppy. So, of course, she was wrecking the house and keeping me up. Not that I would ever wish that to not have happened. No, you wouldn't swap her, would you? <laughs> but if instead of them saying, well, I think you're overreacting, if they'd have just shown me some kindness, yeah. some consideration, maybe just gone, oh, I'm really sorry that that's happened, give me a hug, sat and listened, I would have reacted in a very different way from that point going forward. What didn't happen was that. What did happen was I was judged and suddenly was this big fallout from it. And then obviously that was heightened then. Now, I'm, I'm, I would hope they would agree. I'm always the person who helps everybody. I'm the person who listens. I'd only been up the night before with one of these people till the early hours of the morning listening to her because she she'd not been in a good place. She wanted to tell me more stuff about what was going on for her. So I'd been up till the crack of dawn with listening to what was going on for her. And yet when it was my turn, there was nobody there for me. That's how it felt. Yeah. So my, my take on this was I, I wasn't overreacting. There was other stuff going on. And if they'd have really looked at me, like I know some of my other friends would have, they'd have gone, this isn't like Claire. There's obviously something going on for her and maybe we just need to be a bit kind and a bit gentle with her and support her through this rather than judging me and going, well, I think you're overreacting. Because that didn't help. No. And it just made me feel very alone. So that really then had an impact, I mean, a massive impact on my mental health. I went to a really dark place, a dark place that scared me. So the reason that I wanted to talk about it was because I don't want anybody to ever go to a place that I went with this. And that could happen. If somebody is willing to talk to you and go, this happened and this is how it made me feel and they reply with well i think you're overreacting how is that helpful why would you do that to somebody you're supposed to like and love and have a friendship with or or even more you know like be a family member of have a relationship with that's that's my take on it i think you're absolutely spot on i think it's First of all, in that in that situation, you know, those people had gone into that judgment mode, hadn't they? Absolutely. And they were determining what was justified. And, you know, and they'd sort of said that to you. Um, you know, so kind of what followed was, was, was understandable, I think, f for you. And, um, yeah, you're right. It's sort of, to me, these are kind of, these are tools, aren't they? Mm -hmm. They're tools to help not only our own mental well-being, because I think as we... We gain that awareness for ourselves. It helps us to support others better. Definitely. And I think you're absolutely right. I think we can probably all think of times maybe where we've been in that situation. And I think it's important that, you know, if we find ourselves going there, then, you know, to sort of challenge ourselves, 
before those words kind of come out out loud, you know, or if they do end up out loud, you know, it's actually check yourself, apologise, you know, re reframe that um, to help that person. Because like you say, it's... It's about knowing ourselves and each other. So if, if you know that that's different behaviour for somebody, then it's about sitting with that and questioning that and letting them be how they need to be, as you would somebody want someone to do for you. And I think there's a lot of kind of do as you will be done by sort of with this, isn't there? Yeah. And with a lot of our, the stuff that we talk about around mental well-being and about emotional wealth and emotional health, we're all trying to do our best yeah aren't we kind of each and every day and and so to feel like we're not there to support people that to me that's a real that's kind of like those a real kind of crimes of the world you know in terms of you know human being to human being and like you say if it's a close relationship it, it feels even feels even more brutal mm. a way to sort of treat people so i think I think there is a lot. I think your I think your story is very justified, if you use that word, in terms of for discussion because I think like you say, the impact on our mental health, because what that did in that situation, that's making you feel it I suppose I don't know, I'm putting words in your mouth, but it is sort of you thought you were secure in this friendship yeah. with this group of people and then it's sort of everything it's like the rug's been pulled from under you and we've all yeah. been in that kind of situation i think haven't we not yeah. necessarily to do with friends but to do with anything where we suddenly feel like whoa i don't know i don't know where i am now i don't know what's going on with me now mm. and that's really scary place to be because then you start to question like the validity of your own emotions you start to question the validity of your own thoughts mm. you start to question whether you're right whether you're wrong am i overreacting is it me? Am I a horrible person? Mm. Uh, you know, and you can go to, like you say, all sorts of dark and, and you know, destructive, potentially destructive places in your mind. So I think it all comes back to this stuff about kind of knowing ourselves and being, and being strong in, you know, how we're feeling and owning those emotions. But I think as you use that word heightened right mm. at the start, so instead of thinking about this as an overreaction maybe we're kind of reframing this as a heightened state of emotion so yeah it's not usual it's not typical behavior it might need to play out <laughs> you know we might need to get it out of our system yeah you know i often you know some sometimes i think just the other week i was I think i was describing to you as a scenario where i was having what i described as it was like a toddler tantrum you know yeah. i was having a meltdown yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you know and afterwards i sort of felt better yeah. In a weird way. And I did talk to the people around me who were kind of experiencing that re with me. But they would know that that's not usual behaviour for me. Mm. So, yeah, there's lots to kind of consider here. I hope that people listening to this are maybe kind of thinking, hmm, they can maybe relate in terms of they've experienced the overreaction for themselves. Or maybe they've got a friend or a family member that's sort of behaved a certain way recently and it's making them go, hmm, actually, maybe I'll just check in on them hmm. and see how they're doing. I think what you said sort of earlier on in that was about the behaviour that you want for you, you will then give to others. And it really links with one of our presuppositions and our emotional wealth. But... It's sort of like, I have to say, from that time, 
I was in a situation where I thought someone else was overreacting. Ah, that's interesting. Okay. And I straight away realised that's what I was thinking and then started going, no, there's something else going on here. So it never came out of my mouth. Ah. And actually, I just listened a little bit more. And this person had just gone through. I mean, they'd had the day from hell, really. And she was, like, dealing with two of her children. She's got five children. Two of her children are autistic. She'd had a nightmare with trying to get one to school. One had done something at school. There was other stuff going on. And just by just holding that space for her, she was able to get it out. And she actually said to me a couple of days later when I saw her, she actually said to me, thanks for the other day because it really helped just being able to get it out. And yet my first reaction was, God, she's overreacting. And then I was like, oh, that word. And it does that now. It sort of like impacts on me because of what I've gone through. And therefore less judgments going on, which is always great because that's what I think we need more of in the world, less judgments and more empathy. So I think that's really key. If you want somebody to behave one way with you, unfortunately, that didn't happen for me at that time. So I'd given my time and I'd given space for, and I always have for these people who were my friends. And then I didn't get it back. But... I did go to a really bad place and I did think it's me, it's all me and then what have I done wrong? And then only through talking it through with other friends did I realise actually, no, I, I was I was okay. You know, I was justified. Whatever I was going through was okay to go through. And I think in our society now, there are so many people who are struggling and I see... I see this an awful lot. You don't know what the other person is going through, so just be kind. I see that an awful lot. And I just think that's really what we need to take notice of. Yeah. We need to realise that we don't know what is going on for people. So why should we stand in judgment on them? Why should we go into your overreacting? It's a heightened feeling there's a potential reason for that it's about supporting somebody so that that feeling will start to subside because it will and once that feeling starts to subside then they're able to talk more clearly about it and maybe make more sense for themselves and maybe figure a way out and how fabulous would that be if we were able to help them facilitate that or be a part of that what I also think is this this overreacted again, it's that scale, isn't it? So it's a heightened feeling that we have. But actually those heightened feelings really can help. If you think about people who go on marches, who demonstrate because they don't feel something is right, that's because they've got a heightened sense of that. The feeling about that is to the point of where they're like, no, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. And so they're going to, you know, lobby against it, stand on a march for it, whatever it happens to be. Throw paint at a Van Gogh painting. Oh, somebody thrown paint uh, oh, at a Van Gogh. Oh, oil or something? But actually, it did, I read about that the other day, yeah, some protesters um, in, a, in a gallery, but it, it didn't actually 
damage the painting because it's covered by glass and they right. knew that when they took that into account but they felt passionate enough to kind of to do that to go do that yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> so it's sort of like this can really help us mm. so our people who have heightened emotions shouldn't feel like it's a bad thing because it can really motivate us. It can motivate us to do things, to stand up for what's right. There's too much lethargy. There's too much of people going, oh, well, that's not right, and standing and filming it with their cameras, with their mobile phones, instead of stopping it or instead of helping or doing something like that. There's a lot of this standing on the sidelines, and I don't think that helps in our society. You know, I think we need to start becoming more empathic, more kind, more considerate to our fellow human beings. And hopefully some of that will come back to us. This really links with my song oh, choice. Okay. Oh, okay. Go it's for song early. choice. No, that's good. I picked the well, I picked this song for a number of reasons. It's by a group called Asia, who I absolutely adore. My brother was into this when I was really young and I got into it through, I got into this group through him because a lot of it started before me. But it sort of like, it was one of the first gigs I also went to see. And two of my friends took me to it because they knew I loved it so much, which was fabulous. Just brilliant group. It's an 80s, there's lots of 80s songs. This is actually from 1990. This song is called Days Like These. I, I just, I love the tune. It gets me really up. So it gets me to feel really up. But what this did for me was go, it's not overreacting. Because actually, if you're feeling heightened, what you're going to do is feel like days like these. Feel like I can rule the world. And that's what it's all about. Feel like I can change the world. I love that clan. <laughs> yeah, Sue Sue when we were off the air was like, I wondered when we'd play an Asia song. Because <laughs> I do absolutely adore Asia. I just I love that song. Days like these I feel like I can change the world. And it's like when we are when we are heightened in our emotions, when our emotions are really and that, this is good emotions or actually even emotions that can feel like they're not so good they can motivate us to want to change the world and I just so that to me means there shouldn't be this overreacting there should be just it's emotions and whatever's going on for us is what's going on I think that's it isn't it you know we always kind of come back to the Susan David thing about emotions are data yeah. they're giving you information they're telling you something so if we could all kind of just have that little shift in our brain about emotions and maybe change our relationship how we think about emotions how we perceive emotions then we would be doing away with this idea of things being too much or not enough or you know it's not comfortable they just they would just be yeah and I think that's where we are right now with a lot of this stuff we're kind of realizing that you know because I think you know the last few years particularly we've been living in a heightened state yeah. you know of reality we really are. um you know and, and I think more than ever it feels to me like the world is coming in at me, you know, and you were talking earlier in the programme about us not being able to play the news on the radio and it was sort of actually, you know, because that's coming in at us all the time, you know, even if you're not looking for it, it's sort of there lurking in yeah. the background when you put your phone on or you go to kind of check something. 
And so, yeah, it's sort of, I think, no wonder, you know, we're kind of we're struggling with, with a lot of stuff. Um, and I think maybe we're, we're, we're feeling in a heightened state, just generally, of existing. Mm. So, you know, to then kind of pile on to people, oh, you're overreacting and making that judgment, it's really unfair. Mm -hmm. And actually, I think it's, we're being unfair to ourselves because what we're doing is we're, we're sort of, we're setting a bar for us. Yeah. You know, because what if it's you further down the line? What if tomorrow you're feeling a heightened state of emotion and you need someone just to be kind with you? So it's kind of going back to what I was saying before about do as it would be done by. Um... I do wonder, I'm going to ask a question now that kind of maybe seems counterintuitive to what we've been discussing. Okay. So we're saying, be a bit kinder, listen to your friends or your family members when they're telling you, you know, this isn't right or they look like they're having some kind of episode or kind of situation where it might perceive to be an overreaction. What would you say to someone that would is listening to this and maybe going, oh, well, that just gives people an excuse just to behave how they want to and that people are going to be, like, overdramatic and, you know, they're going to play on it. And, um, you know, because I could hear, I could maybe hear that kind of being questioned. I mean, we get that a bit, don't we, when we go into businesses yeah. and uh, we're sort of all talking about, we're talking about stress and we're helping people find tools and techniques to deal with it, you know, and there is that, that contingent that sometimes goes oh, well, you're going to get more people going off with stress now mm. because everybody's learning about it. Yeah. So I'm putting you on the spot here, Claire. Okay. But what do, what do you think about this idea of like, oh, it's an excuse for people to be? I'm just thinking, let's, let's try and talk that frame of mind round. Can we do that? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's up to them at the end of the day. Well, my first reaction to to that when you said it was it's got nothing to do with you if they want to do that that's their life that's a good reaction yeah. so that that is my first reaction because <laughs> again you're placing a judgment Indeed. on somebody else yeah so if it's an excuse for them to be dramatic to overreact then that's up to them to choose to do that and you know who says you have a say in the matter? So there's that there's that side of it for me. Don't know how you feel about that. Yeah, no, I'm. You're all right with yeah, that, of course. Okay. Yeah, because I'm not. This isn't coming from no, me. I know, I'm just playing devil's, playing devil's advocate. Yeah. So there's part of me that would say that. There's another part of me that says. The reason they're choosing to do that, and so as like it's an excuse, and it's a reason that they. It's can more do of a it. conscious decision. It's more of yeah. a conscious decision. It's because there's something not okay with them yeah and it's a cry for help and maybe that's their way of doing that yeah. they're they're trying to say to you i'm not okay and i can't verbalize this and i can't explain it so this is how i'm going to deal with it instead because i'm clearly not okay and they may not know this that i, I very often think this will be an unconscious thing that's going on mm. the the con so the conscious thing will be I'm going to overreact, potentially, but the unconscious is that they're not okay and that's the reason they've chose it. It's a little bit like, this This might be taking it off track, but for me it fits. It's a little bit like when we talk about behaviours and there are four behaviours. So there is assertive behaviour, which is a learned behaviour and the best behaviour to have. 
But then there is passive behaviour, that flight mode. There's aggressive behaviour, that fight mode. And then there's manipulative behaviour, where you are trying to get the people to do what you want. And manipulative behaviour is also a learnt behaviour. Passive and aggressive are, but they're within us. So then they're natural within us. Assertive and manipulative are learnt. People who are manipulative are doing it because they're not okay. There is something that they're they're screaming out, I'm not okay. There's something going on for them. A little bit like when people have to judge somebody else and call them. Is, Is it to try and make themselves feel better? So because what's it got to do with you what they're what they're doing their life that kind of thing as long as they're not hurting anybody they're living within the law of the land obviously all that caveat going with it so to me i would say if that does happen it's because there's something not okay with them and they they need more support they need more time they need more empathy they need more caring they need somebody to just sit with them more so because they need to work through this it's it's what we when we say about stress and i just think there's always going to be a percentage of people who will do that Mm. but you shouldn't not do it because there's going to be a small percentage doing it because you're doing it for the majority so deal with that and i would say the same in this situation there's going to be a small percentage of people who would potentially then use that as an excuse but it's still because they're not okay. I love your answer. (laughs) No, but it's it's true. No, and I I mean, I expected you to respond in that way, and I completely agree that it's it's going back to actually what we said before about what is the underlying reason for that. And I think the way that you frame that within the different behaviours is really helpful for people, actually, because that's something we can tune into and notice, and which is what we talk about a lot on the show, isn't it, about developing our our senses yeah. around mental well-being for ourselves and for others mm-hmm. and I think kind of like tuning in is one way that we can sort of yeah it's one way that we can kind of I don't know be a little bit more aware and have that consideration and that kindness that we were talking about before and we won't always get it right no. it's a bit like that example you gave earlier on about the conversation you know with the woman that you, you know you were sort of sharing stuff about what was going on and your first instinct but the fact that you stopped yourself in your tracks there before that even turned into anything or you allowed you didn't allow that thought to continue no and i think that shows the power of our mind actually totally that you know kind of unconsciously somewhere along the way you've gone to judgment you know even though that's not you that's not who you are you're not a judgmental person but we've all got the capacity yeah for yeah. that you know and like you say could have been the kind of day you were having you know maybe you were sort of needing something and actually that interaction wasn't one you were expecting and you know so we've got to kind of take all these things into consideration but just the fact that you you stopped yourself in your tracks you gave her that time and then the impact of that for her to come back a couple of days later and say thank you that's it's that i think for me that's what this stuff is all about those kind of little moments and those little details mm. Um, you know, and that that what we that's what we can give to each other and to give to ourselves, and actually, you get something back from that. Yeah, I mean, I felt good about that, even though that hadn't been 
that hadn't been the reason I did it. No, of course, of course. I, I did. Yeah. I feel good for that, and I, I always do. So coaching clients, anything like that, it gives me a buzz because I feel like I'm helping, and that is always a good feeling to have. I think because I've gone through it and I went through it to such an extent with people who ha- had supposedly been friends for a long number of years, I never, ever wanted to have that impact on someone else. I never want to be the cause of someone going to an even darker place than they already were. And that's something that is really important to me. So because I've gone through it, I think it helps more. I think if you've not gone through it, that can be sometimes really difficult to get your head around or understand. But that's why you just need to take more notice, I think. It's about going, stopping that judgment, suspend that. So if your head goes there, notice it. Try and notice what's what what's coming up for you and then go in, okay, what could also be going on here? It's something that you always say. Okay, so what is also true? So yes, it's true that they've got a heightened feeling going on, but what else is going on for them? And you, it's not about trying to help them. It's about just being with them and letting them talk and letting them feel the feelings. And, and that's the key. That is the key. And I think that's, and that's what, that's the struggle as well, isn't it? Because that's, we're not used to doing that. We're yeah. used, we're kind of, you know, we're kind of raised and trained, if you like, programmed to fix things, yeah. to solve you know, to kind of provide solutions. And some things just need to be. Mm-hmm. They just need to be allowed to be and to know that it's okay. And I think that's the bit, that's the learning for all of us. You know, um, and this is sort of where we are. And I think it's interesting, all of this, isn't it? Because it, I was saying before about their the tools. I think they're kind of like 21st century, you know, tools, skills things that we all need to be we have a responsibility I think to kind of ourselves onto each other and you know you you mentioned something earlier about um you said the m word the m word earlier on what's the m word menopause oh yeah because <laughs> I think a lot of it kind of is relevant to that conversation and I know there's a lot of conversation a lot more conversation about menopause at the moment it was world menopause day earlier this week it was yeah um you know and i think that's really really important um and i think again is you know so the overreaction you know heightened feelings of emotion are things that you know people going through menopause experiencing perimenopause symptoms it's it's going to be there it's going to be one of them. So if you're kind of living with somebody or you're friends with somebody or you've got someone in your life or you're working with people, you know, and it's not to sort of kind of stick a label no. on that. I think we have to be really careful not to do that. But actually, again, it's about having a bit of awareness and a bit of understanding and a bit of kindness, you know, with ourselves. Mm. I think, you know, I was sharing an incident with me at the, at the weekend where I felt I was probably having an overreaction. Now, I wasn't having it out loud, actually. I was actually it's having it in my head. Yeah. <laughs> it was about a situation I was in a public place and there was somebody kind of, yeah, it's kind of doing something that was sort of, I found extremely irritating. But ordinarily, I would have just sort of probably zoned it out or not even bothered because I'm, I'm normally reasonably kind of calm and collective. 
when I kind of walk around. But this, on this particular day, yeah, this was heightened. So therefore, my reaction to that was heightened. Mm. Could consider it to be an overreaction, I suppose. And I think afterwards, I was a bit down on myself. Yeah. And I think, but that's not helpful. It, it really isn't. And I think that was one of the things that I was thinking then, that it's not just about people taking this on board of, you know, with somebody else. It is also about you taking it on board for you. That if you go to it, or if somebody says to you, you're overreacting, don't take it on board. Mm. Don't let it impact you. Now, I know that is a far easier said than done. I do know that. But give yourself a good talking to. And I mean a good talking to <laughs> by going, saying nice things. No, I'm feeling heightened. Like you at the weekend. It's like, hang on a minute. I'm menopausal. There are going to be times I'm going to feel like that. That is okay. And actually, I didn't do anything to anybody else. This is all stuff that I'm thinking in my head. Therefore, you know, you've dealt with it really well. So rather than I'm overreacting and then taking that in a spiral to where it's not good. You know, there, there are things like that as well. It's really always helpful, I think, to have other people around you who are going through the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Even though we know that people who are menopausal, we all have different symptoms, you know, some some lucky, lucky people out there, lucky women out there, don't actually have many symptoms at all, you know, and I just think fantastic for them that they're not having to go through this. Others have really worse ones, we all go in a different place. What was lovely is one of my friends, there's a group of friends I met re quite recently when I moved, and one of them sent us all a message going, it's, it's you know, it's menopause day, I just want to say, how's everybody doing with theirs? Aww. And how are you all feeling? And Because she's actually not in a bad place. Okay. But I do know others have had really issues with them. Two of them have tried HRT. One of them's come off and gone, it really wasn't good for them. And yet HRT is banded around as this like miracle cure for the menopause, but not necessarily. It doesn't fit for everybody. And it does for some. But I think... The more us women of a, of a certain age or going through a certain thing can be more empathetic and more sympathetic and more kind to each other. I think that can really help as well. Yes. So because I know I've said to you, I feel like I'm a really bad person today because I got so annoyed. I was driving I was driving for something and it was just like, I was so annoyed and I'm like, why are you so annoyed? What is going on with you? And it's like, it's my menopause. Now, I didn't do anything. I swore a bit to myself, which is not like me. I don't, very, I don't often swear. I've I've gone potty mouth lately. You're very potty mouth. Just like I have Thankfully lately. not on the radio. <laughs> you don't want to put but people through that. Never you? used to be. And it's sort of like, I can get down on myself over that. So, again... Just be kind. Be kind to yourself. There's a lot of, sort of checking in and kind of noticing and all the things. There's all the things that we kind of come back to. And it feels a bit sometimes like we're constantly in this state of sort of, you know, having to, I don't know, reframe, realign, you know, own our emotions. It's a lot, isn't it, sometimes to take on. And I think yeah. that's why 
having those people around you that just allow you to be and yeah. giving yourself that permission to be. Yeah, they're kind little of, angels. They are, lives. and it feels more important than ever, actually. Um, I, I want to play my song. Oh, okay. It kind yeah. of fits really well because, yeah. <laughs> so I'm thinking about, in a way, this overreacting. What we're saying is this is heightened state of emotion and it shows our capacity, really, as humans, I suppose, for, you know, kind of to feel things really strongly, really powerfully, you know, whether it's conscious or unconscious or wherever it's coming from. And like you were saying before about sometimes we can turn that into something mm. really useful. We can harness that yeah. and it can really motivate us. And it made me think about, you know, you could liken this kind of overreaction or this heightened state of emotion to a thunderstorm. You know, so where it's kind of, it's all playing out and it's all kind of going, you've got your lightning, you've got your thunder, it's roaring, it's shouting, it's at its most heightened. But then you get that sort of calm after. But there's, So there's kind of a magnificence about it, yeah. even though it maybe doesn't feel like it when you're going through it or you're sitting with someone that's kind of behaving that way. And I, I, I thought of the song She's Thunderstorms by Arctic Monkeys and I just thought, I'm going to play that because I don't really know what that song's about, but it just sort of seemed to fit for me with what we were on about today. So here we go, bit of Alex Turner for you. Ooh, I like that art. thunderstorms. It reminded me of being abroad once and sitting um, in this little cafe and just watching the thunderstorms over the sea. Oh, they were magnificent. And I think that's it. And then the next day, the weather had completely changed. It was beautiful and sunny. And it was like, sometimes it needed that. It needed that break. It needed that that crash of thunder and the flashing of light to then, you know, bring a new, calmer day ahead. I think that's it. I think, you know, it's about sometimes those emotions have to come out. They have yeah. to be unleashed, you know, they have to, we have to let them out. And I think it's not about repressing things or, you know, changing ourselves to fit with others. Mm. Obviously, it's about giving consideration and there are circumstances and situations that you might be in where things are appropriate or not appropriate. But, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like if you're feeling like you can be how you need to be, then you should be able to do that. Very much so. I think what you've just said there is really key because you shouldn't suppress feelings. That's when things start getting really bad. Yeah. That's when mental health issues will come up. If you start to repress feelings, yeah, and it might be not about showing them to everybody, but it is about acknowledging them for yourself. Yeah, very much so. That was an extract from our radio show, Let's Talk Wellbeing. You can listen in every Thursday between 12 and 2 on HCR 92.3 FM or online on hcr923fm.com.